we are the scientists. You are here at the science show. You um, are? I am Blythe Robertson. Oh, it's so nice to meet you. Thank oh you. my gosh. Um, and I'm Madeline Freed. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Blythe, how are you qualified to do this science show? I um, am not I studied English at college, so I'm not very qualified. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I stare at a computer all day, and the thing I majored in in college is no longer a science. What was it? Anthropology. Uh, <laughs> but both Madeline and I know how to read articles, oh. and we love to text each other about them. We love it. So we started this show where we're going to explain to you a science topic every month, a new topic, and here you are, you lucky little nerds, this <laughs> month's topic is dinosaurs! Oh my gosh! Because guess what you missed last month? A cancer. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, we need to have fun. We do. So we what's do. more fun than something that is all dead? All dead. <laughs> uh, and so in addition to us uh, talking about science, we also have comedians, uh, some of whom will... You know, talk about dinosaurs, and some of whom, frankly, will not. That's right. <laughs> and it will all be great and super fun. And at the end, we have a little interview, but it's a surprise. It is a surprise. Um, okay, so shall we, you know, talk about dinosaurs? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, slide. Oh, that's right. Aaron. Yeah, 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 that's you. Next slide. Uh, okay, quick cue. Quick, quick what is a dinosaur? I don't know. Let's go to the next slide. Oh, they're a diverse group of reptiles of the clade Dinosauria that first appeared during the Triassic period. Hmm. Okay, cool. Next slide. <laughs> okay, here's where the fun begins. So we're going to pull up a couple photos. Photo being the correct term because they were <laughs> taken with a camera of dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. And you have to guess which one is not really a dinosaur. Is this a dinosaur? The Demetrodon? No! <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not a dinosaur. What? It's another type of reptile, dude. Next slide. <laughs> oh, is that plesiosaur a dinosaur? Yeah. No! It ain't a dinosaur! What is it? It's another type of swimming reptile. <laughs> is that what the Loch Ness Monster is? Correct. <laughs> is, was that a dinosaur? Mosasaur? Yeah, you're catching on. No. <laughs> Not a dinosaur. What is it? In my opinion, it's fake. <laughs> no, baby, it's real. But it's just another type of <laughs> reptile. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Actually, probably, I don't know, probably some scientist is going to tell me how it's not a reptile technically, but whatever, that they can <laughs> suck it. Next slide. <laughs> uh, oh. Okay, here's the big one. All right. Next slide. Next slide. Next slide. <laughs> Next slide. Next slide. It is not a dinosaur. It is not is a dinosaur. Okay, then what is it? Another type <laughs> of flying reptile. It just simply is not in the same. It's like saying, like, a lizard is not a bird. Like, they have similar features, but they're simply not the same. Uh, and so um, there's your facts. So now you can annoy everyone for the rest of your life. <laughs> All right, next slide. Oh, so guess what is a dinosaur? Ignore this right now. And we got our later. animations wrong. Uh, all right, next slide. Birds. All birds are dinosaurs. Isn't that fun? 
they're like dinosaurs, though, in the way that we're like rats. little, yeah, we're, that we're rats. <laughs> we'll get to that later. But this guy doesn't think that birds are dinosaurs. Next slide. Yeah, this guy, um, Theogart and Lingam Solier, he doesn't think uh, birds are dinosaurs. <laughs> he thinks that they were descended from another thing, but most scientists are agreed. Oh, so that's like a scientist and not just some guy <laughs> hanging out by a gazelle? <laughs> no, he's a scientist. He looks that way in every single picture I found <laughs> of him. Um, <laughs> uh, he works for, the, I think, the University of South Africa, and um, he's just, I don't know, he's good like fighting that good fight. Um, but oh. yeah, everyone else is in agreement. Oh, there's one other guy, I can't remember his name. He didn't look as good in pictures. Nice. <laughs> uh, next slide, please. Oh, in researching this, um, I found out that they killed 70,000 birds <laughs> 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 to make way for flight paths after Sully killed some of those birds. But it didn't help. Yeah. Uh, my story about this is that I was on family vacation this summer and my stepdad was talking about something that I wasn't listening to and he was like blah 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 reverse it was a reverse sully and I didn't know what he was saying but me and my siblings all yelled at the same time birds flew out of the engines <laughs> <laughs> all right next, next slide, slide. <laughs> <laughs> what's this Madeline oh a cassowary a cassowary is a real life alive right now bird that looks exactly like a dinosaur. <laughs> um, I don't think the quality on this so good is so good, but they have this like crazy crown and they have these like terrifying feet. They're, they're just and they jump like that at that guy. It's just horrible. Um, but uh, that's what people always bring up when they're like birds are dinosaurs. They they point to the cassowary, so I figured you guys should know. So you could you know you could swing in uh, paleontological circles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next slide, please. Oh, yeah, it looks like a velociraptor. Next right. slide. Next slide. Birds are dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Okay. They're, They're from Australia. Australia. <laughs> All right, please cheer if you think we should do a show about Australia. It's just going to be like, spiders eat birds there. <laughs> All right, cheer if you think the Australian Tourism Board should pay for us all to go to Australia. <laughs> it's official. No, All right, next no. slide. Oh, okay. Oh, they're very cute. Uh, um, they just act like normal birds. Uh, they, you know, I think may, may, maybe many of you have heard about um, that they probably had feathers, and that's, like, really dope, and this is the evidence of those feathers. But, yeah, there's evidence that they took care of their young for a long time because a lot of them were, like, uh, found uh, guarding their nest, and they, like, sleep with their head under the wing, which I think is adorable. Um, next slide. No, no. Okay. Uh, yeah. Blythe hasn't seen this. Uh, <laughs> they also, like, we have no idea. We only have their bones. And so this is uh, what, like, if we did the same thing, um, what swans would look like. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's how swans look emotionally to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're dark, dark creatures. <laughs> Yeah, but that's like, so every time you see like a cool T-Rex, pr it probably had some like weird combs, like a turkey or something, like, uh, just like weirder than you can imagine. They're cool. <laughs> wow. You guys well, think that's cool? Cause <laughs> <laughs> um, I think with that, we have our first comedian. Right? That's right. 
Okay, uh, our first comedian is so great. Uh, she's in town, so please give her a warm welcome. She's a new editor at Mad Magazine. Please give it up for Allie Gert. Dinosaur show. I have no songs about dinosaurs, uh, and that's why they put me first. So uh, here we go. This is a song about me, and uh, I, I also should note if, uh, just because I feel like I have to, my old band name was Cosby Sweater, um, <coughs> and I can't remember why I changed it, but uh, now I go by Allie, so here I am. This song is about me, <coughs> and, uh, and I wrote it. This next song is about me, and the and the Beatles wrote it. Thank you. 
Thank you, and uh, let's hear it for our hosts and the show tonight. Oh my God, I'm so happy to be here. I tricked them, I said I'm gonna bring all the dinosaur songs and I got them. Uh, so uh, this next song is actually, uh, I guess since, um, since, since birds are related to dinosaurs, this does work. I, uh, I auditioned to do a Burger King commercial even though I'm vegan and I didn't get it, I think they could tell. And uh, uh, the, the thing that they wanted us to write song, a song about is um, a sandwich called the Bacon Cheddar Ranch Crispy Chicken Sandwich. It flows right off the tongue. It, it rhymes with everything. It writes itself. Um, and uh, I posted online, and Burger King himself said, you can't do that. And so it only exists uh, now, right here. So here we go. The song that didn't make me rich. <laughs> if you've got cravings, come on by. We've got a brand new item for you to try. The bacon cheddar ranch, crispy chicken sandwich. Tastes so good that you'll you could marry a sandwich and make it your wife. You'd have the crispiest, crunchiest chicken bride. You could live in a house made out of fries with a soda-filled pool and kids on the side. Fall in love your way and go to BK. about McDonald's. <laughs> Good night. Keep it going for Allie Gertz. And she can sing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. All okay. right. This is the section everyone loves. When they all die. <laughs> all my friends. All right. I found these beautiful photos <laughs> of extinction. Oh. I like this one the best because it looks like they're in Indiana Jones. <laughs> like they could almost just get it. And then I found these photos of sad dinosaurs. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, I hate that type of eye thing. Ugh, oh, I love worse. it. All right. How did dinosaurs go extinct, Madeline? How? My theory is... And I read this somewhere, that too many T-Rexes farted at the same time, and there was too much methane in the atmosphere. Oh, brother. Okay. <laughs> Blythe made me let her say that joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's true. Okay, it's true. Next slide. First off, next slide. They are not extinct. Next slide. The birds. <laughs> All birds are dinosaurs. Okay, next slide. Okay. <laughs> um, so how did most of the... <laughs> Excuse you, me. I just like to be accurate. All right. Uh, next slide. Oh, it's the Alvarez hypothesis. 
What is that? Who is Alvarez? Ooh, it's a father and son team. That's them. Son, father, I'm guessing. <laughs> Luis and Walter. Also, I just want you guys all to take a moment to appreciate how poorly this is going to read on the podcast. <laughs> we're not saying anything and we're pointing at photos no one can see. <laughs> Someone pointed out that we're not radio professionals. And you know what? It's fair. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they also brought some chemists along, because you need nuclear chemists, I guess. Um, Frank Azaro and Helen Von Michelle, who's that, and she's very cool, and she's a nuclear chemist, and she was born in 1936, and she's just dope. Okay, anyway, um, next slide. Okay, they were the ones who figured out about the meteor, and they uh, figured out through nuclear physics, uh, that a three to nine mile space rock hurtled into the Earth. No, six to nine mile. I'm sorry, si what did I say? I don't know. Um, for comparison, some Martian moon is seven miles. Mount Everest is just 5.6 miles. And if you walk from the Freedom Tower to Columbia, but like along uh, you know, the sidewalk, it's seven miles. Less than seven miles, probably. It was like 7.1. But I feel like I was like as... Crow's eye is seven, and Madeline said, that's not a phrase. <laughs> yes, as the crow's eye, not the <laughs> phrase. <laughs> it's okay, it was a rough night. Anyway, um, so... So it's a huge rock, basically. Huge rock, just smashed down somewhere in now Mexico, uh, and they, I don't think they discovered the crater, but they analyzed the crater, and they found deposits of iridium all over the world where iridium should not be. Because um, where is iridium? In the core. How did they figure that out? <laughs> I don't know. This, <laughs> this show is about dinosaurs, not <laughs> core science. I don't know. We'll do that next time. Uh, next slide, I think. Oh, no, no, no. Slide before that. Slide <laughs> before that. Yeah, so they found iridium where it shouldn't be, which is in this like layer all around the Earth, and they found gypsum. Uh, they didn't find gypsum where it should be, in the crater. <laughs> so, so I guess that meant that the... They, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm here's the one who <laughs> thought that dinosaurs farted, so you have okay. to explain this. Okay, so next slide. Now next slide. So okay. here's what they thought happened. All right, so next slide. H uh, huge impact. Im instantaneous, worldwide earthquake all over. Then all the little rats uh, and all the avian dino dinosaurs and all the alligators and all the turtles and all the bugs yeah. survived. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's everyone's grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> that's an alligator looking identical. <laughs> and that's a turtle. Old <laughs> an ancient turtle. So they all go down into the ground or into their little holes. Then an ejector cloud, like when it impacts, it turns to massive dust. It goes it around the entire earth in like this instantaneous, like terrifying, burning hot uh, cloud of like molten glass or whatever, and incinerates everything on the surface. And then there are massive fires, everything catches fire, it's this like hellscape in like just instantly. Um, and then everything is dead in a couple hours. Ooh. <laughs> uh, that's just one theory of how it all <laughs> happened, but it's the most exciting. <laughs> so Alvarez, father and son, they just figured out the impact and how exactly it all went down is still up for debate. So it either like, well, bam, everything in a couple hours, or it, like then there was like 
an impact winter, and then it was like cloudy for a hundred years, and then so everything <laughs> died, and you know, whatever, the ice age, blah, blah, blah. Not as fun, but aside from the, you know, hours worth. But uh, yeah, I think it's pretty dope. This one I like the best because, I mean, it's intense, um, but also because they're like, okay, yeah, nuclear winter, that's fine, it takes a long time, but then why did all the little rats survive, you know? This is more like, oh, all the things that could hide or were in the water survived. So that's why it makes sense that those things survived. That does make a lot of sense. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> science. I'm thinking about this one a lot backstage. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, Next slide. Oh, go back. Oh, boom. All right, so we got another comedian. Oh, good. Uh, Joe, are you here? Joe. <gasps> yes, okay, 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 cool. Uh, yeah, our next comedian is uh, got a Comedy Central half hour. Is that true? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Seat of our pants, <laughs> pants, ladies and gentlemen. So you can Great. check him out on probably the Comedy Central app. I've heard a lot about it. Mm. Uh, please give it up for Joe Zimmerman. Woo! I didn't even know I was about to come up. What a treat. <laughs> Good thing I got here. So uh, this is awesome. The science, the scientists. I, uh, yeah, Comedy Central. So that's exciting. Uh, no, I, uh, I have two favorite studies from the last uh, couple years. My, the first one is uh, uh, a study that, that found that um, men actually become dumber when speaking to women. And it w the study was done by a man. And I just want to see that guy explain his study to a woman. <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm a scientist. And I did this uh, science. <laughs> You're a woman. <laughs> man, no, no wonder women think guys are dumb. We are. We're 100% dumb. But just around ladies, you should see us when it's just us guys. <laughs> huh. Am I right, guys? You know I'm right. <laughs> the women will never know. <laughs> My other favorite study uh, found that crows are so smart that they recognize individual human faces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'll sum up the whole study. Basically, a scientist was a dick to a crow. <laughs> he, he released it and then waited to see if it hated him. <laughs> and not only did it remember him and hate him, but it shocked people when it also began to tell its crow friends about him. And it could point him out in a crowd. It was like, that dude's cool, that dude's cool, that's the dude. <laughs> and they could tell by its cause. It would be like, caw, caw, caw! <laughs> and then those crows, spread the word to even more crows. They were like, that's the man who bullied Jonathan. <laughs> Everybody was shocked. And then the crow babies, I think that's what you call crow babies. You call them babies, right? <laughs> the crow, the little babies, grew up learning to hate that guy. That was like first grade for crows was that guy's a dick. So don't be mean to crows because they will remember you forever and then every crow will also remember you forever. 
That doesn't sound, that's even crazier than it sounds because we recognize human faces. That'd be the equivalent of us recognizing a crow's face. (laughs) There he is. That's the one who stole my windowsill pie. I see you with your face that's recognizable. Uh, I know the theme is dinosaurs. I grew up a big dinosaur head, uh, huge dinosaur head. I, uh, I dug holes in my backyard. I was an only child. I dug holes in my backyard digging for dinosaur bones to the point where my mom was like, no more holes. And I was like, please, I need this. It's all I have. And I grew up in the mountains of West Virginia. Even as a 10-year-old, I knew... Dinosaurs were unlikely to climb a mountain (laughs) and then their bones just stay there for 65 million years. But I was like, Wayne Gretzky, like, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. (laughs) Let's get these bones, you know? I went to the the Science Museum in Minneapolis recently and uh, they were saying that uh, we don't even know what colors dinosaurs were which is frustrating. They were like, they could be pink or purple. I'm like, well, then let's show them as pink or purple. What are we doing showing them as gray? When they could be anything. Let's get the more exciting colors. And then, but, you know, it is amazing that that we know what we do know because they'll be like, ah, the brontosaurus, which wasn't real, and now maybe it is again, uh, ate one ton of vegetation a day for survival. One ton of vegetation. And I'm seeing the paleontologists piece these little hip bones together. You know, they're just brushing them off, piecing them together. I'm like, where are you getting their diet from? (laughs) Can you imagine somebody finds my bones (laughs) in 65 million years? Just dusting up like a just a little fragment of my femur. <laughs> They're like, wow, humans ate a lot of chick chips and guac. <laughs> they ate mostly chips and guac based on this bone sample and occasional pad thai from Seamless. <laughs> yeah. I saw a headline that said uh, dodos. Not as dumb as previously thought. <laughs> I hope that that's how my obituary reads. <laughs> yeah, we did a brain scan. Uh, he seemed dumb, but he was actually average. <laughs> so we apologize for all those horrible things we said about Joe's intelligence. <laughs> uh, so uh, there's this Harvard geneticist who wants to clone Neanderthals and bring them back. Um, and he's calling for a female volunteer to be impregnated by a cave baby. That seems like a tough sell. <laughs> hey, you know how you've always wanted kids? And to be on the cover of Nat Geo? <laughs> but he's saying we should actually clone Neanderthals uh, different species than homos and uh, homo sapiens. And uh, he's saying we should clone them because they actually had bigger brain capacity than us. So they actually might be able to help us solve certain problems 
How amazing would that be if somebody raised a cave baby and it grows up and it's like, y'all are idiots. <laughs> Took you this long to figure out how to bring me back from the dead? <laughs> but apparently, one of the reasons we outlived it is because we're more social creatures. They could only sound, make four sounds with their, with their mouth. I guess we figured that out from, from, from brushing off their <laughs> jawbone. That it could only make the sounds uh, buh, cuh, and puh, and it would have had a high-pitched nasal voice. <laughs> so if we do bring it back, it would be like, ah, cuh, puh, cuh. <laughs> ah, cuh, mm-hmm. Be like, what'd she just say? It's a male, and he just explained why Einstein's theory of relativity was a little off. And then he called you a dumbass. A car, a car. Yeah, he just explained dark energy and cured cancer. A car, mm-hmm. It's crazy. I always figured we were the smart ones because we survived. But maybe that's not the case. Maybe we were the bullies who just outlived the nerds. They're like, we figured out fire. And we're like, you guys are fucking dorks. We'll take that fire. I feel like early human small talk must have been the worst small talk because they were living in the ice age before clothing was invented. They're just like, woo, I am freezing. <laughs> Are you cold? I am cold, yeah. This is always our conversation. <laughs> just every conversation is how cool. Good thing we figured out how to control fire before that. It was just like immediate death, you know? Man. These kids have it good with this fire. <laughs> Keeping warm, signaling to their friends with smoke. That's the Snapchat of the cavemen <laughs> with smoke signals. Back in my day, you had to train a wolf to snuggle to live through the night. And if it snuggled, it was your dog. And if it attacked you, still a wolf. Haha. <laughs> A lot of people think Google's made us dumb now, but I Googled it, and it's not true, so that's good. Uh, but I, I did read the studies, and it is changing the way our brain works, but it's not necessarily making us dumb. Anytime there's some new technology, people think it's making us dumb, all the way back to reading. Ancient Greece, Socrates was like, not for me. Everything's right there on a piece of paper. Won't need to use our memory anymore. A dude famous for being wise was like, literacy? We'll be idiots. <laughs> He's yelling at his kids. Lampercles, that was his son's name. I Googled it. <laughs> Lamp, quit staring at that scroll. You're rotting your brain. <laughs> Finish your alcohol and go play naked frisbee with those strangers. <laughs> huh. Millennials, you know? Uh... But yeah, well, uh, I like thinking about the... I, I was watching Cosmos, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He was explaining that uh, there's more stars in the universe than all the grains of sand on Earth. And I was like, who counted the sand? <laughs> I, I mean, that's what we should be talking about. I mean, beaches, deserts, those little Zen sand gardens. Are they, are they counting sand in the eye? I have no idea. But uh, he said there's 200 billion stars in our own galaxy, the Milky Way, which is more than previously thought. If you'd asked me to guess how many stars were in our galaxy, I might have guessed a 1,000. 
And then if you're like, no, it's higher, I probably would have been like 1,040. <laughs> Which means I would have been off by almost 200 billion. And they always say it's more than the brain can comprehend, which always makes me mad at my brain. I'm like, come on, brain. Grasp. <laughs> and my brain's like, can we go back to Facebook? <laughs> this hurts. <laughs> ah, brain. Now there might be 200 billion planets. Just in our galaxy, 200 billion planets? And my brain's like, nah, they took away Pluto. <laughs> it's one less. Brain, why is your voice the same as the, the Cro-Magnon? <laughs> do you only have one voice <laughs> that you can do? No. <laughs> Whenever I think about the size of the universe, it makes me feel so insignificant. I'm like, wow, it doesn't even matter. You know, I shouldn't even pay my taxes, you know? <laughs> I'm just a speck. I'm just a little stardust. <laughs> Taxes frustrate me. Because other countries, the government tells you what you owe, and then you just pay it. Here, the government's like, OK, it's the end of the year. What do you think you have to pay us? <laughs> They're like, uh, I don't know. It's your money. Will you just tell me? <laughs> nope, you got to add it up. And then give it over. <laughs> Just give it. Well, I'm really bad at organization and math. What happens if I add it up wrong? You could go to jail. Oh, my God. No, please. I don't want that. I'll pay you. I'll pay you whatever you want. Please tell me. Nope. Guess. <laughs> hey, you guys. I'm Joe Zimmerman. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, keep it going for Joe Zimmerman. Oh, he's got to get his stuff. Oh How embarrassing. Oh, man, high-quality dinosaur content. Oh, it's all coming together. Thank God. All right. All right. A discovery of dinosaurs. Yeah. How do we know about them? Yeah. We went for a long time not being quite sure that dinosaurs were a thing. It's pretty recent. I have a lot of friends because I grew up in a very conservative area who don't believe that dinosaurs exist. Oh. They Let think, you know, the Earth is only 6,000 years old. Anyways, that doesn't really relate. But oh. we know that dinosaurs exist, and how do we know it? Oh, okay. Next slide. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Uh, this is not related to dinosaurs. <laughs> Put the slide in, because you guys probably read about it. Um, we just wanted to check in. Next slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is everyone doing okay? Um, hope everyone who had a lot of potential in high school is, like, fine. Yeah, clap if you're doing okay. Some self-care. Oh, yes, okay. yes. Okay, uh, well, here's my story. I accidentally read last year's list first, read about 600 young people, and then I realized it was last year, so I had to learn about 1,200 successful young people. <laughs> Torture. Next slide. <laughs> oh, it was, like... A the 1800s when they figured out that dinosaurs were a thing, like in the 1820s a little bit. So uh, was that because they weren't finding bones before then? No, they were finding bones. Uh, next slide. Just every time that they found a bone, uh, they weren't sure what it was. They thought it maybe was dragons or giants. Um, or maybe like, oh, they also thought, oh, we haven't explored the whole earth yet. So maybe we found a thing that's bigger in another spot. Uh, next slide. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, and then they th also thought like nothing can go extinct because God's creatures are perfect and he would never make something that would go extinct, uh, which is, you know, a good point. <laughs> if God loves us. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have made a mistake and tried again. Next slide. Oh, okay, yeah. So until our, our girl Mary, who I'm going to talk about on the next slide, found the plesiosaur, which actually, if you'll remember earlier, is not a dinosaur, but whatever. We'll give her a break. <laughs> um, uh, it was so drastically different than everything else. It was the, it was the um, swimming one with the crazy wings. Um, so drastically different than anything else, they couldn't place it, and so it really knocked that belief. Yeah, and I think this is kind of like, next slide. Um, so yeah, they're like, it's not a bigger version of something else on Earth, unlike, next slide, uh, by the way, um, all trees on Earth are fake. Mm. Uh, this is true. Here, if you look at this next slide, um, yeah, it's a real theory that people who think the Earth is flat believe that all trees on Earth are fake. They are smaller versions of what used to be beautiful giant trees. And one example of uh, a stump of a giant tree is <laughs> Devil's Tower in Wyoming. So go home, read about it. It's maybe my favorite thing on the internet. Uh. It's food for thought. Flat Earth theory is the best. Oh my God, I love it so much. <laughs> Have you guys read about it? It's so good. It's just like they're so afraid of globalism. They're like, oh, oh only what I see is what is. Okay, next slide. Um, okay, so this is our girl Mary. Um, uh, next slide. What's her last oh, name? Actually, Anning. Yeah. Mary Anning. Um, there she is with her little dog. Unfortunately, that little dog uh, died in a landslide. <laughs> 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 Sorry, she didn't die in the landslide. She escaped. She was looking for dinosaurs. Okay. Um, <laughs> she would sell, like, the things that she found. And so the Sally sells seashells is about her. Um, but then she, like, was an extremely legiti legitimate paleontologist. But because she was a woman, they didn't let her in any of the geological societies. And none of the publications printed her name and uh then she died of 47 of breast cancer and everything fucking sucks all the time but she did change history that's beautiful yeah but no one even they didn't say mary sells seashells right they said <laughs> they said sally <laughs> that's so true right so we've forgotten her and that's what erasure is <laughs> Uh, next slide. I'm sorry. Oh, the bone wars. This Ooh. is everyone's favorite thing about dinosaurs because it involves two men fighting. Yes. Uh, so, okay. Uh, Edward Drinker Cope, uh, who's on the right, that one. This guy. Uh, with with the one of the mustaches. And then, uh, so he was like in Philadelphia or whatever. And then Othniel Charles Marsh from Yale, this guy with a very bad beard. Um, were these two dudes who, like, both wanted to discover dinosaurs, and they were financially and socially ruined by it because um, they, like, really hated one another and were trying to outdo each other. I hope one day that is us. <laughs> I hope we advance science <laughs> and are socially ruined. <laughs> but it's like they had this horrible <laughs> feud, but they really did a good thing in that, like, before they were around they only knew there were only nine known dinosaur species that were like had been discovered in North America. And after they like punched each other across America, 136 species were like known. It was called the Great Dinosaur Rush. Next slide, which is a game you can purchase. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find a good pick of it, but there's a lot of pics of this game. Okay, next slide. 
Okay, this is more about the Bone Rose. Okay, so they started out. Next, next slide. slide. They were friends at one point. They were like, I found a dinosaur. I will name it after you. And he was like, oh, great. Um, ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, same. Here's <laughs> one for you. Next slide. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Marsh secretly bl- bribed pit operators. I'm just going to read this straight, baby. Uh, to give bones to him. Uh, so, okay, they were both, like, at a bone dig in New Jersey, and the cope was like, here, come look at the bones I found. And Marsh was like, lol, cool. And then he, like, went to the guy that was, like, in charge of digging it up, and he was like, here's a bribe for you. You should give the bones to me. Which is, like, objectively a super fucked up thing to do. Very true. So Marsh is the bad one, I would have to say. Um, and then, to add instance, so then the cope was like, fuck you, and then they were like, now it's on. And then Marsh, already the bad one, pointed out that Cope had like published this article where he's like, look at this fucking crazy dinosaur I found. And Marsh was like, hey, dipshit, that's the tail. That's where the head should be. <laughs> and Cope was like, fuck! And he tried to buy every issue of the magazine that he published in it. <laughs> Bone Wars! Next slide! <laughs> oh, and then if they found a like a dinosaur and they were like, I've already got this one, or if they were like, this one isn't complete enough for me to care about, just to make sure that the other guy wouldn't get it, they would like take a giant mallet and smash the bones up. Yeah. But they found 136 dinosaurs, so it's okay, guys. Yeah. They did a lot for us. Okay. And one time they threw rocks at each other. Yeah. Same. Okay, next slide. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, funny. and then this is extremely fucked up and so petty. Uh, <laughs> Cope died first, and he donated his skull to science so that um, scientists could like measure if people who are like uh, like he was like maybe my brain will be bigger than Marsh's, you know, somehow proving that he's smarter. Even though Ben Affleck has a giant head and he's a fucking moron and a sexual harasser. That's right. Um, so so Cope does this. He dies. Marsh decides not to donate his brain to science so no one can ever know who had the bigger brain. <laughs> Very petty. Uh, uh, next but Marsh is the bad one, remember, so it's okay. Yeah. Oh. oh, by oh the way, boy. Joe kind of talked about this, but um, something that the Bone Wars created that has kind of fucked us up for a long time is the Brontosaurus. And the that's brontosaurus. Little Finger. No, fuck, Little Foot. <laughs> As the crow's eye. <laughs> <laughs> and Littlefoot is not real. Next slide. No. Next slide. <laughs> Next slide. <laughs> Why did I put so many? <laughs> oh, here's what you stupid heads would say. <laughs> Littlefoot's real. Wrong. Brontosaurus are not real. They're not. They're not. And so here's why we thought that they were real. Marsh found a partial a skeleton that he called an apatosaurus. A panosaurus, mm-hmm. and it didn't have a skull. And then he like found a different skull, and he was like, oh, "Fuck, just put it on the other thing." And he was like, "It's a uh," like looks around the room, sees the book by Emily Bronte, Brontosaurus. <laughs> um, no, but it en- ended up it was just a skull from the first thing, anyways, and it was a panosaurus. And he was like. Yeah, no, Brontosaurus, which I guess means thunder lizard, which is an objectively cool name. It's a good name. Apatosaurus, horrible name. I don't even know what it means. Uh, yeah, but he had hubris, and he wanted to find two dinosaurs instead of one. And so uh, people figure this out as early as, next slide, 
1903, but in the 30s, it was still like a, in museums as like a brontosaurus because people were like, it's cooler, people love it. We're like, we'll get to the ma- name change later. Yeah. And now, brontosaurus, as far as I know, is not a real dinosaur at all. And it's like everybody's fave. Yeah, I read an article saying that it wasn't like a couple weeks ago, but also it's like, why were they putting that in the news? Like, yeah. it's all news. Right. Yeah, Maybe it was, it was the 115th uni- <laughs> anniversary <laughs> of it not being a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next slide. Oh, names are important. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I have to quickly tell you about Sue because every time like a, a dinosaur person talks to you, they're like, oh, Sue, but it's super boring, actually, so I'll go right through it's it. super boring? It's so <laughs> oh, no, get off the stage. Okay. Um, all right, so Sue is the most complete Tyrannosaurus Rex ever found. Some amateur founder, but it was like on farmland, but maybe it was also on Native American land, and then they had a fight, and there was like a, a lawsuit, and then the Field Museum bought her. <laughs> and then now everyone's gonna be <laughs> now everyone's gonna be like Sue, and you're gonna be like, yeah, yeah, Sue, Sue, Sue. Let's get to whether brontosauruses are real or not. That's more interesting. Okay, next slide. Oh, there she is. Who here has been to Sue? What? Oh, and like Ooh. three people? Guys, go to Chicago. It's a great city. Hell yeah. An amazing city. And the Field Museum. A heck of a museum. It's a great museum. All right, next slide. Oh, yeah, this one's cool, too. This is the la- last little fact. doesn't really have anything to do with anything, but the Spinosaurus. Next slide. There he is. Oh, wowie zowie. Okay, next slide. Um, okay, so they discovered it in Egypt took it to Germany, now it's in a German museum. Uh, then World War II happened. Uh-oh. Next slide. Then um, it was bombed to heck. And no other uh, remnants existed. And so they lost the Spinosaur to the sands of time. Mm. Uh, but next oh, slide. They found another one. They found another one. <laughs> <laughs> like later, also in Egypt. Next slide. Another one. Next slide. <laughs> I told you people would know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Back, back, back. All right, so oh. that's, uh, uh, that we have another comedian. Yeah, DJ Khaled also, guys, if you have anything you want to, like, ask me about DJ Khaled, I read his entire book, and <laughs> it was insane. Um, one of, it's like an advice book, and one of his pieces of advice is, they, they are bad people, they don't want you to have more pillows. I know that one. Yeah, and I think they don't want you to stay hydrated. And they don't want you to have a jacuzzi that's so hot. And he's like, people will come to your jacuzzi and they'll be like, they're like, Khaled, this jacuzzi's too hot. I can't get in. And he's like, they don't want me to have it. Oh, my gosh. All right, quiz. I don't know what's on this quiz. It's a quiz Uh, from me to Blythe. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, She has to know or else I find a new (laughs) co-host. And I guess the audience can participate, too. Uh, Next slide. What was the smallest dinosaur? Did did we say this in the presentation? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Any guesses? Ooh, close. Next slide. (laughs) It was the Zizian (laughs) Kazangi. Uh, actually, I think this is uh, incorrect, but he's pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He's uh, next to a cat. 
smaller than. He did he function as the cat for larger dinosaurs? That's right, little guy. <laughs> yeah, fed him, kept him around. Very cute. Um, you failed that <laughs> that answer. Next slide. Okay. What's the biggest dino? Oh, is it the T Rex? No. I knew it wasn't, but I wanted you to get mad. <laughs> I do get mad anytime someone mentions a T-Rex. Um, it was the Argentinosaurus. So big. Uh, and, like, you don't have to feel sad about the Brontosaurus. You can have the Argentinosaurus instead. It was nice that people existed in the same time so you could get the scale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at that little guy. He's like, hi. Yeah, hey. And also, that's a very tall man. That's almost a two-meter man. <laughs> <laughs> Just something I noticed. Next slide. Okay, all right. Here we try again. Which is, that was a leaf eater. We all know. Oh, and by the way, blue whale's still bigger. So, thanks, pr the present. <laughs> uh, what's the biggest carnivore dinosaur? Could it be the Tyrannosaurus Rex? It certainly could not. Any other guesses? Is it? I've got another guess. Okay. Is it the dinosaur from Jurassic World that eats all the other dinosaurs for pleasure? Uh, I don't know. I should have watched that movie for research, but <laughs> whatever. Chris Pratt has too much coverage. Okay, next <laughs> slide. It's the Gigantosaurus Carolini. <laughs> okay, Was it's it that one. Next slide. Not that one. That's the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Look how much doper that one is. The Gigantosaurus. Sorry, people on the radio. Why are they, like, walking into a wall? <laughs> huh, that's an interesting question. I think that's the Washington Monument. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, fuck Tyrannosaurus Rexes. Next slide. Well, not fuck them, whatever, but they're... <laughs> The guy who found them was like, I'm going to name it the best name. And then everyone will think my lame carnivore dinosaur is the best one. And guess what? It worked. Next slide. Yep, yep, it worked. Yep, it's not even the biggest carnivore. Next slide. Oh, oh. and then I was like, ha, six separate Tyrannosaurus Rex. And then I was like, ha, ha, ha. And then I was like, but maybe someone's thought of it before. And so I Googled it. Next slide. Next slide. Oh no. Where are all are of there our more? other ones? Try again. More, try again. Are there no more? <laughs> oh, yeah. there we go. <laughs> all right, next slide. That's a pouch. I'm so late to this idea that people are making merchandise of this idea. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good one, though, Blythe. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Next slide. Okay, can dinosaurs swim? Well, I would have said yes because of the Loch Ness Monster, but then you said that that other thing that Sa Sally found and it was not a dinosaur. See, Blythe, she's got a brain on her. <laughs> <laughs> Always thinking. Next slide. No! Dinosaurs cannot swim. Some went into the water, maybe, and D did some fishing. But they could not swim. Is this meant to be a dinosaur that maybe went into the water? Or is this meant to be the thing that was in the water that maybe came out to chill? That's the latter. <laughs> That's the plesiosaur from earlier that Mary found. Okay, learning. Next slide. <laughs> okay, is there a dinosaur named after a Twilight character? Yes or no? Yeah. Which one? Next slide. It was a trick question. <laughs> 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 it was a Harry Potter character. Draco Rex Hogwartsia. Okay, 
So, uh, okay. But, okay. I also recently learned about a bug that was named after Lucius Malfoy, and the scientist was like, it's because, like, you know, Lucius Malfoy, he's not really that bad if you think about it, but I was, like, thinking about it, and he's a white supremacist. So, like... <laughs> yes, he So, is. like, you shouldn't name, like, anything after them. But his son... I mean, I've read a lot of fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> that has him... With a, a soft core, and he also kisses Harry. But okay. Harry, <laughs> Harry is white. Oh, um, doesn't disqualify him from white supremacy. Okay, wait, fair wait. enough. I have a story too about fan fiction. I have my job is to like Google celebrities for a late night show, and I was trying to find a photo of Mark Hamill uh, dressed as Luke Skywalker hugging his wife in the 70s, who was at the time pregnant. So I started Googling Luke Skywalker pregnant, and the Google autofill was Luke Skywalker pregnant fan fiction, and I was like, for later. <laughs> <laughs> Life is a rich tapestry. <laughs> uh, next slide. Okay. Okay, here's an easy one. <laughs> What's more related? Ornisthesia and Theropoda? Or Ornisthesia and Sauropodomorpha? Next slide. Whoever said that is Right. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, this <laughs> this picture is how uh, paleontology just got rocked recently. This happened in 2017. That picture on the left became that picture on the right. And they were like, whoa. <laughs> so they think, you know, one side's more related to the other one that they thought was less related. So, you know what, become a scientist at Life's a Gas. <laughs> <laughs> Next slide. Uh, what's the worst? Okay, this is going to close it worst out. Worst in what way? Um, my way. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're about to close it out. Um, and uh, I just want to say uh, one last thing, a sincere thing. Before we have our interview? Before we have our interview, um, which is that Blythe has had a hard week. I'm getting harassed online. She's getting harassed online um, by, by people who are really bullying her. And I do want to say, everything good in my life is because Blythe loves me. And if anybody is listening who is harassing her, come harass me instead. I have uh, more grit. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. She went to Harvard. Whatever. She works hard. Okay. All right. What's the worst dino? I love Blythe. Blythe loves me. That's great. What's the worst uh, dino? What's the worst dino? Yeah. What's the worst one? T-Rex. No, no, that one's okay. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I went back on my opinion. Okay, I can change. I contain multitudes. Ne uh, okay, the worst slide is it's a tie. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one's... Um, How is it bad, though? Uh, it's called Panty Draco. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's a dumb name. <laughs> Panty Draco. And what's okay, the next Okay, the one? next one is... Um, this guy. No, he's great. The Therinizisosaur. He's cute as hell. Uh, he has two big hands. <laughs> hands too big. <laughs> Worst one. But look at here's him in a castle. Oh, that's when dinosaurs were in castles. Yeah. Oh, and here's ne him next to that all other very yeah, tall man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. Cool. We gotta get to our interview. We gotta. Okay, so let me turn this off for a second, and. Let them set up. It's a little bit of a surprise. I gotta like sit by you. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, so we couldn't get a scientist, but um, we usually have one. Uh, all the paleontologists are tied up this month. Um, <laughs> but we got a very... Uh, oh boy! Uh, we got a like really special guest, I'd say. Yeah, uh, the most uh, extremely knowledgeable on the subject of dinosaurs, uh, because uh, <laughs> here's our script. Yeah, we got uh, a script. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, we've been talking a lot about dinosaurs and uh, their way of life, um, but now we have the chance to actually hear from a dinosaur. Dinosaur, are you ready? Uh, I, I do believe so. Okay, uh, best. Oh, wait. Drag drag it up. There he is. <laughs> All right, so everyone, please welcome Vernon. Give hi, him a round of applause. Hey, hi, hi. Vernon. Thanks. Uh, uh, I'm a dinosaur. Uh, what's good? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um... Vernon, uh, we'd all love to hear what it's like to be you. Hmm, where to begin? Well, uh, I'm Polly. Uh, all dinosaurs are Polly. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, what? I apologize. Polyamorous. We have multiple romantic and sexual relationships at the same time with all partners, full consent and knowledge. No, I, I mean, I guess I knew what you meant. I just, like, had no idea. Oh, yeah, it's like the main thing about dinosaurs. <laughs> what did you know about us? Um, I don't know. I thought you like did a lot of eating and screaming and running. Let me know when you're done insulting me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, what else should we know about dinosaurs? Hmm. It's, uh, it's just a free, honest, responsible, and consensual situation. <laughs> I'm almost always having sex. And, and when I'm not having sex, I'm checking in with my partners. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so in our media, uh, a lot of dinosaurs are portrayed as like really large, and they're often brightly colored. <gasps> That's um, such a great segue into me talking about how I'm Polly. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I think you already mentioned that. About being Polly? I'm not sure if I did. Um, you know, a friend of mine once, uh, who was Polly, once described it to me as like, uh, instead of being treated badly by one man, you're treating you're being treated badly by six men. <laughs> well, that's your friend's opinion and not my lived experience. Um, on on top of that, it just seems like a ton of logistics, um, making sure everyone knows who everyone else is hooking up with. Um, I just don't understand how you could be all on the same pain, 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 pain page. Come on, dinosaurs. We don't have cities. We don't have jobs. We have time. <laughs> and we choose to spend that time consensually exploring each other's dinosaur bodies. <laughs> Look, I hear it all the time. You're just another mediocre, green, cis male dinosaur trying to have sex with as many dinosaurs as possible. And I say, what's so bad about that? <laughs> okay, I feel like we've completely lost control of this interview. Okay, someone from the audience, shout out your favorite dinosaur, and I'll talk about any consensual experience I've had with them. Brontosaurus. Oh, Brontosaurus. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what the species are, because we don't have those names, so can you describe it? 
It, it's like the big one with oh, the wrong oh. head. <laughs> okay, long all right. Neck. Yeah, those necks are crazy long. <laughs> they can 69, but they just suck themselves off all the time. <laughs> so they usually just do that and watch us. With our consent, of course. <laughs> Wait, um, are you poly with other species? I don't know. That's kind of an insane question. Do you date short guys? Of course I'm poly with other species. What do I look like? Would I only have sex with things that l just look like me? What am I, a Scarsdale Jew? <laughs> Wait, are you Jewish? Are you allowed to say that? Of course I'm Jewish. I'm a dinosaur and a cartoon. All right, next question. Next species. Wh what's the next species? Oh, God. Triceratops. They're slow lovers. Oh it could God. take days to make them come. And I <laughs> love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> are they poly also? Yeah, yeah. Is there anything you, uh, else you want to know about, like dinosaur society or something? Oh, I mean, probably there is. But I don't know where it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can you tell us, like, about social structures of dinosaur society? Oh, I feel like I'm setting you up for you to tell me about being <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's definitely what I'm going to talk about. You mean, you like, top, <laughs> or top or bottom things? It's all fluid. Sometimes I'm top and sometimes I'm not. You mind if we wrap this up? I'm getting sort of horny. La last species. <laughs> Does anyone want to give him a species? <laughs> what species? Birds! Birds. Oh, birds! birds. Okay, so very smart, very smart. Uh, I w there was a bird flying over me, and uh, sorry, uh, sh uh, he was flying over me, and so there's a couple other dinosaurs going around, and we're all constantly checking in with each other, which I can't explain why, but it's so hot. And everyone's getting off, and then a bunch of larger dinosaurs came in, and we had to leave our green place, but mm, we found another one. Wow. <laughs> Hey, uh, I'm looking at the audience, and there aren't any dinosaurs. Uh, does something bad happen to us? Oh, um, no. You guys are fine. Oh, so you're racist? No, no, no. Well, then how do you explain... Oh, oh no! Oh. And that's, that's our show! <laughs> <laughs> but, um, give it up for, uh... Vernon the dinosaur, but also James Belfer at Cartoona. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Paul Gale, a very funny comedian you have seen on YouTube many times. Who forced us to <laughs> play with him on that joke. Thank you guys so much for coming. Please stick around for later shows at Union Hall. I know Pulitzer Surprises is up yes. next. And we will see you in January. Woo, bye! Woo, bye. The Scientist is held at Union Hall in Brooklyn, New York. Hosts were Blythe Robertson and Madeline Freed. Recorded by Chris Medrano. Produced and edited by Shannon Manning for Good Orbit. <laughs>